0: This episode brought to you by the Roster of Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterofmedia.com. Outstanding. Another show, another day, another day closer to football. It's just me and Ooze tonight. Lance is out in Hawaii, good for him. Wish I was there instead of the storm in New Jersey. Ooze, how you doing?
1: I'm good. Um, came back from my own little, no, I wanna say vacation. Um I had a bachelor party in the Nose. So that being said, Came back to daddy duty, and uh, now I'm here. Big, bigger question
0: is: Did you have any drafts recently?
1: No, I still I actually. This is my week of drafts. Um, <clears throat> I have the Russell draft tomorrow, and then I have like three this weekend, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I have one on Monday of Memorial Day. I think I will be done or I think I have one on the day before the first game as well
0: yeah yeah he might have more than me this year which is too many
1: so yep I gotta get to it basically had a week off of fantasy um not really you know today we had a trade in our league already before the season started (laughs) so yeah fun how these things goes
0: anyway (laughs) we're gonna cover the nfc west today and then later on the week we'll cover the afc west and tell you what you guys need to know for these teams fantasy wise before we get started make sure you go follow us on social media @media rosterupmedia.com facebook twitter (laughs) instagram new to youtube and I don't know, something else will be coming soon. Hopefully someone gets a TikTok going. Anyway, we got a lot to cover. Let's get into it. Who's just going to start off? Start us off with the news?
1: Yeah, we're we'll going to start off with the news for the week. Um, <clears throat> rookie running back for the Washington Commanders and supposedly RB1 for the Washington Commanders was shot in the leg twice um, f- from a uh, attempted carjacking. Uh, seems to be okay. He actually came out of the hospital today. Um, he's actually in the Commanders facility and he's seen to be fine. We'll see um, when he'll come back. You know, obviously he's going to be on the pop list uh, so they can make room for the roster. Springboard Antonio Gibson back into the fold. Um, and for you, those who have uh, drafted him, and you know he was banished to the special teams realm, uh, he's back in the number one spot. Um, Today's day of cuts, right? That all fifty, all thirty-two teams to cut down their rosters, the fifty-two man roster. Texans. I've been praising this guy, Marlon Mack. He's been on my team, coming back from Achilles injury, and they just cut him today. Um, big surprise for me. Thought it was going to be a one-two combo type of thing. You know, more 60-40 uh, with Martin Mac, then slowly change that over to Damian Pierce. But look, it seems like it's Damian Pierce season. So for those who already had their drafts and drafted them, good for you. For those who haven't had a draft, put them on your your list. Jimmy G restructured his contract for a one-year deal, had a no-trade, um, what was it, no-trade clause and a no. Um there was another clause in there but he's not the backup to Trey Lance what a fall from grace he had and he's the highest paid backup in the NFL uh trades that went on today for cut day uh should not went to the Panthers for uh sorry should not to the Panthers from the Jacksonville Jaguars don't know why that happened because the, the Jacksonville Jaguars do have a aging wide receiver core Shanot should, should have been one of those guys that came to a, came to um, and broke it into that group. Um, it's a shame that he, he hasn't, but we'll see what's going on in uh, Carolina because Jim and G's, not Jimmy, sorry, Baker Mayfield has won that job, the QB one job. Najee Harris is dealing with a, a list Frank sprain. Um, they said he's going to be good for week one, but you know we'll see when that comes. Darren Wallet got an extension, 16 mil contract uh, for the. Las Vegas Raiders, I was going to say Oakland Raiders, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, he's going to be in a the fold there. I mean, still competing in shares with newly acquired uh, Devontae Adams, but we'll see. Russell Gage has a leg injury that kept him from the sidelines from practice. Might need to uh, pick up Julio Jones late in your drafts. And that's the news.
0: All right, all right, all right. So we will cover the NFC West. Since it's just the two of us, I'll talk for a little bit and kind of just give your, you know, reaction on players as you see fit. Um, Keep it, you know, a little more of a discussion slash fumble since it's just the two of us. But we will be going over the Rams, the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Seahawks. First up will be the Super Bowl champions, L.A. Rams. They lost OBJ over the off season and Robert was to the Titans and they added, Allen Robinson from the bears. Um, we'll talk about Matt Stafford first. He's going super late in drafts. He was the QB five last year. I think he is maybe one of the safest QBs you can take who may finish in the top 10. At least that's my opinion, you know, granted his elbow, um, as we had mentioned in the past that, you know, he's had some discomfort or some type of uh, ailment with his uh, throwing elbow. So something to monitor there, uh, especially for the wide receivers going forward. Um, the big things here to talk about, I would say, are the running backs and the wide receivers. So you got Cam Akers and Daryl, as Lance likes to call him, questionable Henderson. Um, this is very interesting to me because word from the Rams camp it is that they're going to split carries between these two, and Cam Akers, even after he came back in the playoffs, wasn't that great, wasn't that good. I would even say. Um, so Cam is going in the third round. Henderson is going late round, sometimes undrafted. So what are your thoughts there on these two? I feel like it's a. Uh, not a good thing to draft Cam Akers early, and a very good thing <clears throat> to draft Henderson late, but interested to see what you think.
1: Yeah, you figured, I mean, these guys are only like 10 spots apart, right? Uh, Cam Akers, he's ranked 28th around running backs right now, and then uh, Derek Henderson is um, ranked 39th. Um, with these two, and that's what, you know I mean? A nine, um, nine difference, right? Spots. And like you just said, K-Makers did, did come back um, in the playoffs last year, didn't look great. Uh, I think the vulnerability of uh, Derrick Henderson definitely helps, helps him in this spot. The reason why he's going um, later than K-Makers is just that K-Makers had the more uh, explosive feel, explosive look to him. And, you know, Derek Henderson ha- had his chances to be the number one guy, didn't take it, K-Makers came in and, and stole the spot before the Achilles injury. So that spot is being—that's—that's um, that's the difference there between the two rankings. Uh, for me, I want to stay away from these guys anyway, due to the fact that you know these guys are going in um, RB2 flex spots. Um, I feel like you can find way better um, running backs at this spot at both spots at 29 or 38 around that, um, just because of the fact that. You, ha- you can get more consistency from them. I think that's the problem with these uh, uh, Rams running backs. It's just the consistency from both of these guys are just not there. Plus, you, you figure that these guys are just going to be throwing a rock more times than other with Cooper Cup th- being there um, and the rest of the wide receivers. So, because I say rest of the wide receivers only because it's Cooper Cup's team, you know. So for that being said, is for me. I'm staying away from these guys. These guys aren't, aren't being any, any of them on, my, on my radar. So, and we'll see down the season. Maybe, you know, if I can see a little pickup from K-makers or Darren Henderson, and he wins, gets more sh- uh, shares over that job, maybe try to go in and steal them from a team and trade for something. But for now, no. All
0: right, let's go to the wide receivers. Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson. I would say just wow, just wow about Cooper Cup last year. Maybe, arguably, you know, the best pick of the draft last year, depending on when you picked him. But last year, Triple Crown winner, um, one of the best seasons of a wide receiver ever. Um, Quite frankly, just draft him. End of story on Cooper Cup. <laughs> now, what what's interesting is Allen Robinson. I'm going to bring up Robert Woods. He was on the team prior to getting injured last year, tearing his ACL. And he was averaging 15 fantasy points in PPR as the second wideout on this team and has some big gains before he gets hurt. Matt Stafford made Cooper Cup and Robert Woods great in a system, and now you get Allen Robinson in this role, who finished as wideout number nine in 2020, seven in 2019 on a bad Bears team with worse quarterbacks. So I feel like, to be honest, Robinson might shock a lot of people this year where he's going in drafts, fifth round, sixth round. I think he's a good value. Um, And I want you to kind of just, we'll have you go in a second, but I want you to note one thing. Cooper Cup only finished as a wide receiver once in his career. That was last year. Where Allen Robinson has done it three times and they are the same age Height and almost the same way. And obviously, we didn't mention Van Jefferson, but in deeper leagues, you can pick him up too as the third wide receiver option. But what is your take on uh, Allen Robinson? There, He's...
1: yeah. So my, my take is that um, you 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 sped out there that Cooper Cup only been wide receiver one one time in his career. He only had a quarterback for the first time in his career, and that's why he got wide receiver one, okay? Uh, Allen Robinson had, and granted, Allen Robinson was a good wide receiver back in his say day but he had decent quarterbacks with him. Uh, I think he was actually still in the, um, um, what's his name? Anybody hated him. Brown face, he has a show on E grounds quarterback right before mitch um because grant you Robinson's is 29 you know what i mean so he played with trubisky he played with uh jay cutler okay yeah so jay cutler was not I, so a bad, bad quarterback. quarterback okay that's what i was trying to get to jay cutler, jay cutler was not a bad quarterback he was just a bad person you know what i mean so uh, <laughs> that being said that's where you got the three being number ones okay last year Um, You figured this guy came in uh, With 38 targets 410 uh, receptions uh, Sorry 38 targets 100 receptions And he only had 5 touchdowns So This guy had a back quarterback Now he's coming in a team that Cooper Cup was the number 1 Plus He's going to be a number 2 And there's so, so many more mouths if Van Jefferson didn't go anywhere. Okay, he's a young guy, he's gonna be playing probably switching roles in that number two spot. Um, so for me, his ADP, I feel I feel like it's too rich at five. Um, really, yeah, I think it's too rich at five. I feel like for wide receivers, or you know, people are dropping him in the fourth, it says five six, mid, so that's what mid fifth round. Um, people are drafting in fourth round. I still think that's too risk for me. That's because of the fact that I feel like you still get grabbed number ones at, at the fourth round, or maybe in the fifth round. Um, maybe with more value and more target shares. Remember, he's now the number two guy to Cooper Cup. To, to Cooper Cup. But that's
0: Cup. why I brought up the Robert Woods scenario because he was, they were both scoring at a crazy high pace in fantasy last year before he got injured. So, That correlation of having now Robinson who could be quote-unquote better wide receiver than woods in this position do you not see something somewhat similar if not better in this case
1: Um, I don't the reason why I, I don't is because of the fact that Robin Woods always been a number two so he's always been he's always been you know the why Allen Robinson has not been a number two. He's always been a number one. He's always been an X. So for him to play in the Y position, it's going to be weird for him. He's going to get. He has to get used to it. So, yes, he can be that guy, you know, 6'2", 210. He's a big guy. He's a big red zone threat, better than Cooper Cup. But the fact of the matter is they're barely in the red zone for a long period of time because of the fact that Cooper Cup is doing 40, 30, even 60-yard catches for touchdowns. So I don't think that's going to be uh, Alan Robinson's role. I think he's going to be more a possession guy, um, not in the Robin Woods sense, but in a, a, like, almost like a wide receiver tight end type of of thing. Okay. I can do it.
0: I I still like Robinson. And obviously, when you have a player, um, you know, do you good, you remember those days and remember those uh, feelings and you kind of Hold on to them. So I remember a couple of years ago when Alan Robinson single-handedly won me a championship. So I'm singing his praises now. But I still think it's good value, even despite what you uh, just mentioned about him, that fifth, six, I would take him um, over most of these other guys going around in that area. Who, you know, it's just cross your fingers and hope that, you know, he has a season like Woods was having until he got injured
1: yeah like, well, let's move on i mean this just a just a quick um for what's up robinson right robinson is ranked 20th right now which is i, I think that's a, a lot but here are the names around alan robinson that i feel like you can get better value for him for them brandon cooks marquise brown armands ron state brown Jalen Waddle, deontay johnson darren mooney Adam Thielen, Jared Judy. I mean, that's just nine guys, and I can what I can remove is why Jared Waddle because he's the number two, but and then maybe Adam Thielen. But you look at the seven other guys I mentioned; they're getting way more value, and there are only two to three spots um, difference between. Adam so, obviously. who are
0: those other guys, real quick? So, starting so, from the top,
1: so, as Brandon Cooks, Marquise Brown. Armin St. Brown, um, Deontay Johnson, Darren Mooney, Alan Thielen, Jared Judy.
0: I feel like most of those guys are going way earlier than Robinson. Maybe the ADPs have changed a little bit. Like St. Brown and Waddell, they go, I usually see them go way before Alan Robinson. Marquise Brown, yeah, I would take him over Allen Robinson. That's only because of D-Hop being suspended. You know, it's a big question mark there. What happens when Deep Hop comes back, blah, blah, blah. I get what you're saying. I'm not doing the point. I'm just... I still feel like it's good value because what if he does fill that Y role, you know, not the X role, and catches on quicker than, you know, you hope or you think. But anyway, let's keep it moving. Uh, We got... The Cardinals up next. They lost Christian Kirk to the Jaguars, Chase Edmonds to Miami, and Kyler Murray gets his old college receiver, Marquise Brown, from the Ravens, and they got Daryl Williams as well. So Kyle Murray finished from 2019, sixth, third, and last year was number 10 because he missed three games. Um, I think. he has top five upside of QBs. Definitely have Josh Allen up there, um, Murray, due to their rushing, you know, and the ability to throw the ball. Um, I think he's a value as well because he will fall behind Joe Burrow, um, Jalen Hurts sometimes in that fifth, sixth round range. Um, And you can have these weeks where he'll run the ball and still go off without Hopkins for the first six weeks because he is suspended. And then, you know, be even have better production, hopefully, when he does come back. Um, So if you have a top five QB those first six, seven weeks, and then, you know, what happens after that when you bring back such a good player in D-Hop? You know, you're looking at a lot of potential upside here. I would think from Colin Murray. <clears throat> um, to the running backs, James Connor, Darrell Williams. You know, my takes on my take on Connor's. I think he's a little bit too high. Um, he's only finished once as an RB one, and that was in 2018. And he's going ahead of Zeke in almost every draft that I'm in. Um, trying to think who else is around that range. Sometimes he goes before Leonard Fournette, Etienne. Um you know, you have Zeke who has finished as an RB one every of his six years, and then you have James Conner. And all because he kind of stowed that potential last year, I get it why he's, you know, getting that praise sung, but, you know, he's only done it once, so you know, if it pains out for you and you got him, good for you. But I will probably stay away from him unless he falls super, super deep. And just as an example, I had a draft this past week. Connor went, I believe, third round and Zeke went sixth round because really? uh, it, it was a different type of league and they just didn't trust Zeke this year. Um, a lot of points get scored on like big plays and stuff. So like in the sixth round, with that floor finishing as an RB1 like give me that any day over you know Connor in the third or whatever round he went he might even went the six
1: yeah I mean for me um, I, for me for James Connor like if they're looking for a big play James Connor is not it you know what I mean like his sure. long his longest for the season came in the, on his best day of being he ran, the, the longest run in the season was 45 yards and he was ranked number one uh, he was a, number one running back in fantasy that week Besides that, he's been absolutely garbage and not, oh, okay, let me back. Let me backtrack, not garbage. His consistency in the, in the game has been very garbage, okay? Like you're looking at his first, let's say six games. His ranks follow, 44, 60th, 12th, 8th, 31st, 32nd, and then I'll destroy the seventh week against Houston, um, 20th. So he ranked within the top 10 of running backs once in six weeks and then twice in nine and three times within 11. i mean the consistency for james carter is absolutely garbage and for him to be at his adp to be at the the later round in, in the third round is crazy to me but so are you
0: drafting him at all this year because, I, I, I mean the question.
1: only the only and people are you know the thing is for me i will not be drafting him only because people see last year in his touchdowns Right, he had 18 touchdowns last year, 15 rushing two, uh, and three, three catching. Blind. But because of that, you know, people are just, you know, blind. They're blind to it and think that it's going to happen again this year. This year, that team's going to struggle. One, because of the fact that uh, T. Hop is not going to be there, and two, this, I don't think the offensive line is going to keep a, keep up as it as it was last year. And if that's the case, it's going to be even worse. So, James Carter going to late third round It's just absolutely mind-boggling to me, and his ADP b- being um, that high is crazy, even though he ranked, he finished uh, RB5 last year. I still don't get that.
0: All right, let's keep it moving. Let's go to the pass catchers. We got Highwood Brown back with his former QB, hundred. Um, 100- it was almost 100 uh, receptions and an, 1,000 yards. He had 91 receptions and 1,008 yards and six touchdowns. So, we have Rondell Moore, second-year wide receiver. He could be a good play for those first six weeks as well with DeAndre Hopkins out. And, you know, there's A.J. Green there still as well. So, Do we see a breakout from Marquise Brown here? Um, Perhaps a little bit better passer than Lamar Jackson being reunited with the uh, you know former QB, and we've seen that pan out with Justin, no Joe Burrow and um, Jamar Chase. So, what do you think about Hollywood Brown, and what do you do as an owner with D Hop? Kind of a two part question there.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, with with those who have D-Hop, you have to go and grab, you know, if you want a piece of this offense, I think you should grab him because it's going to be feeding a lot. Um, hey, Zach Ertz could be even a sneaky one. If you don't want to grab in the same position of a wide receiver, I think Zach Ertz is a very sneaky pick for those who have D-Hop and want to still have a piece of the offense. Uh, when it comes to Hollywood Brown, I think he's going to definitely blow up this year. Only ranked 23rd of, of uh, only finished at 20 only finished 23rd um, of wide receivers last year he can definitely have an uptick the consistency for him is just a factor yes he played with um, Lamar Jackson who quote unquote if he doesn't see you open in the first five seconds he's taking off right so there's a lot of those games some uh, of, um, accuracy issues yes Calamari, I think he's more accurate than, um, you, you know, he's still being smaller than Lamar, so accurate, more accurate than um, Lamar Jackson, meaning I think he's going to have a little, I don't want to say a little, a lot of catches this year, especially like you, like you mentioned, D-Hop being suspended for six games. The only person next to him is Ronda, is, uh, Ronda Moore and a and very, very aging, A.J. Green. So Marquise Brown, I definitely think, you know, his ATP is at late the fifth round. Definitely could, you know, go up and reach him at fourth um, if you really want him because I think it's going to be the first six weeks that's going to have a big impact. All right. And we've talked about
0: Ertz before on the show. I feel like that's a value. So go and grab him. Especially while you know D Hop and is out for those six games. So let's go to the 49ers. Um, it's going to be the Trey Lance show. Jimmy G, like we mentioned earlier, highest paid backup. Analysts are calling for a Trey Lance breakout this year. He has the running capabilities, so we should see some uh, you know big waves here with Trey Lance. Do you trust him though as your overall QB one? No. Nope. In your leagues? Nope,
1: nope, 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 nope. Real nope. quick, why not? I just seen what I've seen in preseason. You know what I mean? Like, he just, he's a, he's a red shirt rookie. You know, sat out all last season, sat behind uh, Jimmy G. You know, got handed the reins this year because they dropped him uh, first round, third overall in 2021. For me, just hasn't proved anything in preseason. They've given him the time. You just got to see it in, um, just gotta see it in the regular season, you know. When it comes a couple of weeks, if I want to QB one, I, I have plenty more options that can get me substantial points than Trey Lance. Yes, he has the rushing ability, but the fact of the matter is, the interceptions will come, the fumbles will come. You know, what I mean, he this is gonna be his first time actually taking over a team. So for me, I can wait. Maybe in the Q, two QB league, I can grab Trey as my second have that, you know, six points for running touchdowns, but for a single QB league, I'm staying away from him.
0: All right. So let's go to the RBs real quick. For some reason, last year, I feel like there was a stretch for a couple weeks where the number one waiver wire pickup was a different 49er record.
1: Absolutely.
0: Mitchell, Raheem, who is now in Miami, and Trey Sermon. Uh, Mitchell would have a big game and then miss a game throughout or though he missed uh, six games total last year and then Trey Sermon missed like half the season Um, they do have a rookie Tyron Davis Price and he rushed for 41 yards 10 times in a preseason game Uh, to me I think unless they fall to me I'm kind of voiding these um, backs besides the rookie who may have some upside in later rounds of my drafts, just because of the running capabilities of Trey Lance. And like I said earlier, it was kind of just like a, a game of who do you use your waiver wire pick this week or your fab on this week to pick up a running back. And then that would change a couple of weeks later.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then you remember Debo is Creeping into some shares of the uh, running backs as well in this new contract. So, um, like you said, let these guys fall to you. If they're the best player available at the time, take them. If not, keep it moving.
0: Let's go to wide receivers and tight ends. Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. Um, during the off season, we thought Debo was going to go somewhere else, to be honest. Um, he was asking for a trade. They ended up, uh, making a deal at one point I saw an article and they said, you know, Dallas might make a deal with them. And I was getting all, you know, happy for a second, but obviously here we are a week before football and we have like one wide receiver and Debo still on the 49ers, but, uh, he got the bag. Pick last year, 14, 14, or 1,405 yards, only off of 77 receptions, which is kind of crazy. I did But, um, question for you is Does Trey Lance make and Brandon Ayuk Kittle even better or worse? Because it's not Jimmy G throwing the ball anymore.
1: I think it only makes one person out of that group better. And that is Kittle. I think mean, Kittle is just in Titans in general. They always say that's just the safety blanket of every young quarterbacks coming into the league because of the fact that one, they're they're always sitting in space. They're always finding a new space if they're covered. Um, they're the biggest guys out there to you know biggest targets out there for you to throw to. Plus when you're scrambling and all that, that they're going to be right next to you holding your hand waiting for the toss. When it comes to wide receivers, they're, you know, 30, 40, 50, sometimes 60 down 60 yards down the field. You can't find them and you're thrown away or you throw an inception. So for Debo, Debo does have, you know, a, a very, uh, expansive route tree. Um, but that, for that, for that being said, I think more, more of the target shares are going to, go, they're going to shift, um, more towards Kittle here, um, and his is going to be there. Not to say that is not going to score, but I don't think he's going to finish wide receiver two this year. Maybe in the top ten, maybe more towards the bottom of the top ten, but not number number two this year.
0: All right, and real quick before we move to the Seahawks, we'll go through them pretty quick. So I want to ask this um, about Kittle. When I think of Kittle, I think to myself, You know, if I don't, when it comes to tight ends in general, if I don't get one of the top three, uh, Kelsey, Mark, Andrews, or Pitts, I say I forget it. I'm waiting on tight end. But obviously, Kittle finished up there as third, second, and then 20th because of injury, and then uh, fourth. And this is all since 2018. So am I bugging a little bit when I don't include Kittle as well in this list, or is it kind of, I'm still right on passing on tight end?
1: No, I feel like you're still bugging. Um, I think it's, it's because it's not as flashy as Mark Andrews, not as flashy as Travis Kelsey, um, when it comes to Kittle's, uh, play and his touchdowns or his yards and stuff like that. Um, it's it's easy to it's easier said for those guys so those top three guys and then when it comes to Kittle i mean because i feel like Kittle now is with the, like the dare waters you know what i mean of, of the of the group those guys are just grinding you see him blocking most of the time and then bang at third fourth quarter you see five targets for 80 something yards and two touchdowns right so um yeah for that being said i think it's more of he's a sleep not a sleeper in the case of a sleeper but just a sleeping giant when it comes to his rank
0: All right. All right. Good to hear. So last team Seahawks. Bye-bye. Russell Wilson. Uh, They drafted a rookie Kenneth Walker at running back and we won't spend too much time, but there is fantasy value here. So at quarterback, you got Geno Smith starting over drew lock. We had Chris Carson retire. so now it is, Rashad Penny, and Kenneth Walker's backfield. Obviously you have Lockett and Metcalf who were, you know, D-Russ made them great. They were wide receiver 14 and 15 last year. And newly requ- acquired was Noah Fant from the Broncos. So, I think the only players you know, you're kind of really focusing on here um, are Lockett in the ninth, 10th round, Metcalf, late 5th, or late fourth, early fifth, Kenneth Walker, and Rashad Penny. So which of these four guys is worth drafting? And I was going to ask something about Jimmy G, but that was when I wrote these notes before the news, that if he came to Seattle, would it affect how you rank uh, these wide receivers and running backs? But now that he's staying there, don't worry about that. So focus on these four. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean if Jimmy G came, I'll oh, definitely rank these guys way higher. Remember, Debo Samuels went his wide receiver two last year came from the quarterback Jimmy G. You know? So for mm-hmm. that for that being said, you know, Deke, um Gino and, and and um Gino's been a journeyman since he'd been dropped out of the Jets. Um and then um what's his face from the Broncos? Drew Lock, you know, yeah. he just it just didn't work out for them in um, in Denver, and then they brought in Russell Wilson. That being said, the wide receivers suffer greatly, my guy. Um, this year, I didn't even look at DK, didn't look at um, Ty Lockett, only because of the fact that I don't like the quarterbacks that are thrown into them. You know, like you can if you look back at. Geno's records, wide receivers, or Drew Lock. Drew Lock actually, I wish Drew Locke won that job, um, because of the fact that Drew Lock had a better, um, better arm, and I want to say accuracy was probably pretty much edged towards Drew Lock, but it's not that much better. But you can, he could at least, at least see down the field, and then that gives that gave a chance for Ty Lockett and DK because they're full, for both fast and. Their route running are, are pretty decent to get open for Drew Locke. There's going to be a lot of picks coming from Geno Smith just from my, my experience with him. Um, so, that being said, these two guys, DK and, and Ty Lockett, are just at their ADP. If they fall to you, it's one of those things the best player available. You pick them up. If not, you just keep them moving.
0: All right. All right. So, that's our show. Unless you got anything to add, Ooze, we're about to sign off. But that was the or, yeah, the NFC West. So, you got anything else to add?
1: No, that'll be it.
0: All right, catch us later in the week for AFC West show, and then obviously stay with us throughout the season. It's been real. We're gonna get you to your championship, and always remember, have fun. It's been real from the Russell. Peace.